0: welcome to the sheeple show this is the podcast where we try and understand what is actually going on in the world Hello, my name is andy Morley. and i'm matt smith although you probably have a much more famous version let's do this <laughs> naturally caffeine free i'm turning to a right fucking hippie i've got my cbd vape i've got my caffeine free tea Multicolored hair <laughs>
1: true yeah what else do you need but like, you know have got the guitar
0: i've got i've got lots of guitars i've got sandals i've got some sandals somewhere i don't own any parachute pants though
1: well maybe that's a good thing the times but have changed
0: so i have to i've been looking at buying some dungarees I guess they would pass. But I'm, I'm talking about proper redneck farm dungarees. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. No, none of them. I
1: think a hippie is, though, isn't it?
0: That's no, different. I saw something um, the other day, which was, um, it's like always remember, punks are nice people pretending to be nasty and hippies are nasty people pretending to be nice. <laughs> I really <laughs> like that. It's
1: all about perspective. Ideas yeah. have to be adopted properly, you can't just say, "Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a goat now, <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a knight now, no, you're not. A knight now, yeah. Yeah, but I said I am, so, not like a knight knight, but like a knight knight,
0: you know.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could be a knight knight or a knight knight. A knight
0: knight that goes knight knight. Yeah. Or a night at night, a night a night at night, or a night or the night, <laughs> both ways. It's like oh, you've got to know the um, oh, the black and white night on the red and white horse. Not sure. <laughs> I don't think so. Right, it's a really old joke, and I'm not going to tell it now. I'll tell it you at another time. It's not offensive in the slightest. But it's... to tell it to tell it properly, you have to keep it going for like 15 minutes.
1: Oh, wow, okay. I mean, that sounds funny. I it <laughs> sort of sounds incredibly irritating for people that
0: are busy. I, I have had people, like, I've been, there was this one guy... Uh, Lee Ken, uh, oh, what a legend I was telling him this joke he was so, like we'd been playing a gig somewhere and he was ridiculously hungover and I'm telling him this joke and like 10 minutes in he just gets up and walks away because <laughs> I'm just carrying on and on <laughs> and I had it going for so long, even after he walked off I carried it on, I think the longest I've done is like 45 minutes with for this joke
1: Creating infinite conversation
0: loops is funny, but it's also really annoying. It was there was this thing that my uh, my mum used to say, I think I think she got it from my granddad. And it was um It's like an infinite loop poem. Oh, it, was, it was a dark and stormy night, two sailors sat a Sam said to Bill, Tell us a tale, and the tale began as follows. It was a dark and stormy night, two sailors sat at <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It's good. Yeah, and Break
1: just many walls you can until you yeah.
0: get to it just so goes much. on and on, and I love stuff like that. There was one that my uh, my ex wife used to say, and I can't remember it, and I loved it. And it was a nonsense poem, and it was uh, like two guys having a duel. And I remember there was a line of, um, yeah, back to back they faced each other, and like they, they were, oh God, what was it? I can't remember it now, but it was so good, it was amazing. I, I absolutely loved it when she first said it. I was like saying that again, <laughs> it was it was amazing. And yeah, it was, yeah, it's like they drew their swords and shot each other. <laughs> it's like it's just it was so good.
1: That kind of uh, depth though, in things is quite interesting. It makes you, yeah. see, you go, oh wow, you know, one well, I thing say, one thing, but then you can take different whatever's
0: from whatever. I mean, for, for me, you know, I mean. If you it, being, being a lyricist, a lyric writer myself, when I hear things like that, I'm so amazed. <laughs> it's so good.
1: When language is used properly to actually, it's more to ask as many questions as possible with as few words as you've got, you know? Yeah. Try and get yeah. everyone thinking about everything, but without thinking about anything specific so that you can still think about things that you are things to think about, but without things that are other things to think about. And that's a lot of de- left levels and depths, leaps that's what I'm called, leaps leaps, <laughs> like leaps and bounds but lounds, you know leaps and lounge. <laughs> so anyway, you know, there's so many different leaps and lounge of all these levels of everything that it becomes extrapolated to a ridiculous context that you think is
0: no, that way, I, I don't understand, i scared now <laughs> but it's fun so good, yeah I do love things like that that's um, yeah. That's why it's the the old poem of the Jabberwocky as well, and the wording and the way that you use it, and when you get the the Terry the Gilliam film version, and the way that they say the poem in that, it's just so good. It's yeah, so fucking good
1: you can take something that already exists and make art out of that art which is what we've got to now where it's like meta art you know mm. art is just a representation of other art from a different time in a different context with a different appeal to a different audience it's all there's a lot of it
0: yeah that's, i remember a few years ago i saw a it's like one of my favourite. Um, obviously i mean massively into horror and i'm massively into classic literature So obviously massively into classic horror uh, one of my favourite stories is Jekyll and Hyde. I That's absolutely good. fucking love it. And I saw a modern day retelling of it a few years ago with Doug Ray Scott. And it was incredible. It was a really good way of doing it. Because it was set in modern day.
1: I might have, I might have seen it, I'm not sure.
0: It there was been really There have a
1: few good sort of attempts at doing Jekyll and Hyde. And then there have been some crummy ones.
0: Like Russell Crowe.
1: Well, not to name names,
0: but <laughs> no, I'll say
1: I think it's a really hard character to get right. It's kind of like, a, I guess you could look at the Hulk as a very similar sort of structured character where you've got to of polar opposites that still have to achieve
0: a harmony. The thing is, like the one thing that really pisses me off when I see like, versions of Jekyll and Hyde is when Hyde's a monster, because yeah, he's, exactly. he's, he's not, he's just, he looks like a normal man. And to start off with, he's actually quite small. And then he grow, as he gets stronger and powerfully, he grows and he's a normal man.
1: Yeah, there are a lot of elements to the story that tend to be and, hyper-focused on rather than the whole story. Yeah, and, story. and he
0: doesn't look like Jekyll. That's why people think he's a different person. What I'd really like to see, right, if there's going to be another version of Jekyll and Hyde, I want to see them do it properly. But do you know who I want to see play the two characters? Because the, it's always the... It's always the same yeah. person playing both characters, and there's always some CGI or some makeup or something. I want to see two different people playing Jekyll and Hyde, and I want to see Daniel Radcliffe playing Doctor Jekyll, playing Henry Jekyll, and Elijah Wood as Edward Hyde.
1: That is a franchise killer, but that would be amazing.
0: Because they look, they look different. They look like kind of alike, but kind North? of different
1: yeah you can tell there's different sort of mannerisms at work and different yeah
0: like, and I know. think those two together would be fucking incredible what,
1: what if it was the other way and you had Elijah Wood as the uh, see
0: I I've been thinking about this a lot but I can't see it the other way really I can't see it the other way I think we're I really can can't make a
1: funny nut job I mean for the sakes of the entertainment value of Mr.
0: yeah Mr. but Elijah Wood would be creepy
1: yeah
0: have that, you seen? I think that it was might called
1: act Maniac. In is to sort of create, uh, you're supposed to relate to both of them in different yeah. ways. I mean, that's kind of the way the character is designed, but that's really hard to actually execute without one being shown as a favourite first, right?
0: Because
1: yeah. they I can think... only be one at a time. It comes down to presentation, a lot of character-developing events that are quite yeah. different, unless they can interact with each other really well.
0: Have you, see, have you seen, May, I think it's called Maniac, uh, with, no. with Eli, Elijah Wood. It's a, it's kind of like a slasher film, but it's filmed in first person. Sounds interesting. It's really good, and it's Elijah Wood. Um, and like the, you, you know it's him because he walks past mirrors and stuff, and you can see reflections of him killing people, and he's fucking incredible in that. He plays like this sort of creepy, incel stalker type. And it's so good, really good film. Strongly recommend that. Well, to be
1: fair, just watching The Lord of the Rings sort of shows you how wide that acting range has to be. It has to go from innocent um, pure to a bit more like
0: and then watch Sin City, and
1: then just completely like existentially destroyed. And then yeah. yeah, Sin City, you're just like,
0: hi there, I'm the creepiest you can think it's, of. Yeah, he's terrified in Sin City.
1: <laughs> Did that well. Yeah, the a, I think three, that's a the, film that's aged really well. It might have seemed silly man. at the time, but with the art styles like that, that they great. tend to keep them
0: preserved. So good. Uh, the reason why I think Daniel Radcliffe will make a good Jekyll, have you seen The Woman in Black?
1: No, but it's, I don't it's amazing.
0: To know how spookosaurus that could be. He's mm. amazing in that. And I've got a great bit of trivia about that. Trivia? A bit of trivia about The Woman in Black. With that. So, the Dill Radcliffe version wasn't the first film that was made of that story. It's, a, it's an old book from like years and years, centuries and ago. And there was a version made in the 90s. And the guy who played, obviously, um, Daniel Radcliffe played the main character in the more recent film version. And the guy who played um, the same character in the 90s play is the same guy that played Harry Potter's dad. Wow. <laughs> and That's his a
1: weird bit of trivia. His
0: like I think it was his first film away from the Harry Potter franchise. <laughs> and it's got a connection.
1: <laughs> That's fair.
0: <laughs>
1: was it uh I'm really not sure if my memory's serving me well, but was uh Danny Radcliffe the one who was in that Dorian Grey remake they did not so long ago.
0: No, it wasn't him, it was should have been. somebody else. It should have been, yeah. Who, it's the guy who played Prince Caspian in the latest Chronicles of Narnia. I only
1: remember the line, the witch and the wardrobe, mate. Yeah. As much as the rest of them are great stories, you have to know how it ends to appreciate the whole way there kind of yeah, thing. Definitely, yeah. I it's love like, the Narnia books. People that pick up Star Wars in the middle of like Empire and they're just like, Oh look, yeah, everybody's getting shot and you're like, You don't understand the significance <laughs> of this in the
0: greater arc. You don't know what this <laughs> means.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or like, you know, if you're watching some part of a Marvel film where all the universes connect together and you're like, Well duh, yeah, they're all gonna help each other, they're all superheroes and you're
0: like I know oh, doing it. <laughs> I know somebody who the very first Marvel film they watched was Endgame.
1: Amazing,
0: and they was like, I have no idea what's going on. So like, no, because you've got like film twenty in the series. Yeah. Oh yeah, but that's I'm not watching something from twenty years ago. So, like, no, but you need to. It's so
1: weird to think that's how long it's been going for. Uh, Two thousand and eight. Well, twelve. But well,
0: that's yeah, that's 15. when uh, that's no, when. Uh, I... I
1: don't even know maps anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: how many years back was it? Many. Yeah, that's when I, Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk. They were, the, they were the ones that started it, no, Downey I'm Jr. and Ed Norton. Like, yes,
1: this is this is what I want from a superhero film, someone that's uh, like legitimately having to face the consequences yeah. of what he does.
0: Because you know, loads of people, like, they miss out The Incredible Orc, they don't think that, they don't class it as a part of the series, but it's actually a really big chapter, it's a really big part of it, because that's the beginning of the shared universe, because Downey Jr. turns up at the end of it.
1: And then obviously from there they went into all of the different ones with all the different heroes and had different recurring characters, but it wasn't for a while that they got the actual universe. Bill. Yeah, it was
0: good. It'd be interesting what it the wasn't next.
1: until Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, and Thor had all had their own movies and potentially sequels that they were like, "Hey, these characters are established now. Should we do it?" Yeah, and now like, they do what? And you're like, Avengers, what man. do you want to do?
0: That first, yeah. Avengers, that first Avengers film is 10 years old this year. How excited do you reckon that
1: boardroom was when they were sitting there, like, discussing what, what story are we going to do? Do now you know I, leads, How do we I bring went, it together? I went to the and they're like, all nerding out over which one, which sort of crossover they're going to have <laughs> yeah. to do.
0: I went to the cinema to see the Avengers, and that, that one shot scene of them go through the city, and they're all like, I was squealing like a little girl in that. Everyone, film, was. that film was literally <laughs> designed to do all the way through. Just... and, it, and I, I did exactly the same thing in Endgame when Cap said, "Avengers Assemble." Yeah, and I, I was, like, oh my god! It's like, yeah, the first, time it, the first time he
1: said First time he
0: said it was the last time he said it, man. It's just it was so good.
1: The way they had that chronology built up, the way they told the bigger story, as well as each movie being valid in its own right for the most part, oh, at I'm least early that. on. I don't necessarily know about now because I haven't even seen them. But you know, they've built a strong enough universe out of that that it's quite a it's quite a feat. You know, that's the kind of thing oh, I expect from World of Warcraft where everyone's playing it and all of a sudden they drop this world-changing event. And you're like, what? And the world's changed for everyone. So they're mm. all like, yeah, I've got to go questing now again. What did, what,
0: did, what did you think to the Warcraft movie? I really liked it. Mm. That's I, I don't I, know a lot about the, about the world, but I the really enjoyed that
1: film. The problem with that is they set it so far back to establish the timeline right at the beginning that it wasn't familiar to people that had played World of Warcraft or some right. of the newer stuff. So it was a bit of a, oh, wait, huh? oh, this is so-and-so's dad who's alive now is so-and-so, but then their dad is obviously long gone. Like There's been people in between and whatever else, so it's all a bit, for the future of it, telling the story, they've got some incredible tales to tell. But until they can get there, it's a bit difficult. It's like the Lord of the Rings. The Fellowship was eh, but then when you knew the whole story, suddenly it means so much more as the piece of it, you know?
0: Yeah. You know tr- what? The, there's the new um, Lord of the Rings series, the Amazon series that's coming out this year.
1: I think that'll be the best television series ever made.
0: Oh my God, I can't wait. You know what it's called, don't you? Uh, something of Rings. Rings of, it's called the rings of power that's the one yeah they're basically doing the silmarillion yeah S- sauron's the main character yeah they're starting there but
1: we don't um, know how it will play out for how long that's the thing yeah, but to it's gonna be so big, good I this is wait. the richest most wealthy company on earth making a tv show about one of the richest most lore filled like yeah it's media thing out there.
0: And I think they it's it's already broke records for being like the most expensive TV show ever made. Yeah, it's impossible. They spent millions on it. On one season. And also the best thing about it, it's got Lenny Henry in it.
1: Yeah it's probably got so many famous people you wouldn't know where to stick it. I don't
0: care. I don't care.
1: Lenny Henry's in it. Lenny Henry.
0: I like Lenny Henry. I fucking love Lenny Henry.
1: Although he doesn't convince me about premiering, no matter how hard is. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in one. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're not that but they're not that, they're not that
1: great. Don't get me wrong, they're not that bad. But they're also not that great.
0: <laughs> I mean, he takes a special set of pyjamas every time, you know what I mean? With the hat and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's got to tell you something. <laughs> right. Oh, I think we've, we've waffled on successfully for a bit there.
1: I like waffles.
0: I like waffles. I've had waffles for a while. Might go to Waffle Bice on my way to work tomorrow. <laughs> it's no a person. massive, massive detour.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's only a detour if you don't want to go there. Otherwise, it's just your path.
0: <laughs> yeah. And now our path is taking us to the weekly roundup weekly waffle up the weekly waffle up you yeah, pretty much that's what we're gonna do <laughs> right so the first story is a bit of you it's a bit of you you're gonna like this one it involves the musk
1: Mister the mask uh, what's he done now do you not know what's happened here I try okay. not to know what's happened, but do you know how fast news travels on the internet? Things can happen, unhappen, happen again, relapse, then return to send <laughs> then come back, and then, before you've even figured out the initial fucking thing that happened.
0: Yeah. So, I don't want that in my life, it's too much effort. Elon Musk's brain chip startup is preparing for human trials. Oh, I did read
1: this, actually, and I was like, huh, we're going to die. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so Neuralink is what it's called, um, and they've they're now taking applications for clinical trial director.
1: So I like uh, as an ideal, I think the idea of integrating technology with our bodies is not something absurd. It's not something stupid, but I do think starting with the brain might be a bit much. Considering you know we've just kind of got prosthetics going barely understand other stuff like uh, what's that for that's the real question isn't it what for what, what do you need a chip in my brain for
0: what what makes me laugh and i know this is probably going to start you off on a rant but i don't want you to start on, but obviously bill gates put a lot of money into covid research and by covid research i mean into getting rid of it into the vaccines and everything and then to a lot of weird
1: things lately Um, and bring up a lot of topics so we'll dodge the whole thing by
0: just going Hmm. so bill gates put a lot and even before covid he put a lot of money into vaccine research and things like that and then conspiracy theories were screaming about how oh he's trying to control us he's going to inject us with microchips so elon musk actually is yeah
1: and the funniest part is there's nothing to say that Bill isn't involved. <laughs> that's kind of the funniest part of it all is like Elon Musk could come forward and say, yeah, no, I'm not friends with Bill Gates. He's a dickhead. And then Bill will just be sitting there in the back going, that's exactly what I paid you to do, Elon. Yeah. So it's all just kind of nonsense at this point. These are fantasy characters doing fantasy things like a... The unfortunate truth is when the witch ends the world because she was fucking around with potions or something and we all get blown up as a result. Well, you know.
0: The way I see it is Elon Musk just saw small homes and went, what if you didn't have to say Alexa's name?
1: Have you played Deus Ex? Yeah, of course. Man- uh, well, Mate, first, Human Revolution. The main one is the one I'm reading. There I are
0: played,
1: more. That's I the played the original. Good. And I played the You know the exactly original. my worries when it comes to the idea. Of Back in the day,
0: machine. was it on the? I think I had it on the. Was it 64? The N64 uh, or was it on the SNES? First
1: one.
0: I, I really don't one. know. There was PC. There was all sorts of different yeah. ports Yeah, yeah. I played it in the 90s, man. That was one of my favourite games. That was what, that game actually started my interest in conspiracy theories because that's what it was originally based on. Well, that's why human revolution was so good, yeah.
1: like that, and it was sort that's of so realizing amazing. that apartheid between the the people that are normal, like pure humans, and the sort of like half what were they, the orgs and all of yeah, that. Yeah, the augmented. Like it's the same old fucking play played out over and over, but it still resonates as like a old shit moment because you don't know until you see it, you know. Like, uh, and then the idea of suddenly, sure. You know, we can send our kids to the school. Oh, no, my kid went through the unfortunate accident of losing an arm, so now she's got a military-grade missile launcher there. Don't worry about it, <laughs> kids. And you are just be like,
0: sorry, what?
1: <laughs> like, that's where everything sort of stems from, isn't it? You know, there's that over-freedom where you can just sort of not be checked by reality. <laughs> Don't worry, Doris, just make sure your arm's pointing uh, out the window. Yeah, somewhere. But that's Armist. You don't tell them to put their arms out the window. Their arms aren't destructive weapons. Thanks. How do you even start having those conversations?
0: (laughs) Is this where Elon Musk is going, do you think? Yeah,
1: well, I mean, again, going back to Human Revolution, there's a point in the game where they, they tell you that your software needs updating and whatever else, and then if you get the update... When you get to the next boss fight, she can take over your mind. She fucks with your HUD and you can't play the game properly. And It's a nightmare. And it's like, I feel like a dumbass for taking the upgrade. (laughs) But then at the same time, not taking the upgrade, you still have to deal with things like loading screens or like blurs or little glitches out and so on and so forth. So it's almost like a lose-lose, isn't it? What can it do to my brain? That isn't better off as an external peripheral rather than an internal device. You need to be able to disconnect from that. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Fine. Imagine trying to sleep and you've got a brain chip just telling you everything on Twitter.
0: Oh fuck that!
1: Every I little ding would shit, go on your phone, you like, can't just turn it off anymore. I know it's. It? I've
0: bright. got I've, I've got my phone next to me because I use it for the soundboard, and. Uh, if, it, if I didn't put it on silent, all you'd hear is yeah. all the fucking time. It's the amount of notifications for shit that I get. But now I imagine
1: that's electrical signals in the brain, so you don't know what those electrical oh, signals God, are. Oh, God.
0: It would be horrible.
1: It would be like when you see an ad, right, but you don't remember the ad, and then the next time you walk past McDonald's, you're like, oh, I'm fucking salivating. I really <laughs> want that. Why? What is it about this that appeals to me? It doesn't matter. I need to buy it.
0: It's like uh, Futurama that started using dreams to advertise to people.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's good ad space, isn't
0: it? <laughs>
1: it's as fucked up as it gets when you think about making money. You know, if you really want to make money, you can do it with anything.
0: Yeah, you and just as have we, to be willing to bend the rules, as we discussed a few weeks ago. Um, it is now possible for scientists to sort of look at people's dreams.
1: That could be interesting, but it could also be really an ethical minefield because now, I mean, dreams are powerful, aren't they? What happens to religion when you can engineer a religious experience in a dream? What happens to, like, you could literally give people prophecies of the future?
0: God... I don't think I want to live in that future.
1: Imagine one day you wake up and all of a sudden you have the entire database of the internet in your brain.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck
1: that. Where do you even start computing it without going insane?
0: No, I'm not like, up that, for like that. Sarah
1: Connor. The machines will rise against you and you'll be fucked.
0: I am not up for that. There was an episode of Black Mirror, wasn't there, when um, people have that thing in the brain? That records everything that they do.
1: Yeah, they ended pe- up being put in a simulation and tortured for eternity, but in the space of, like, two minutes.
0: It just oh. went on,
1: like, eight lifetimes with them because they could simulate that in the dream.
0: Yeah, fuck that. Fuck you could that. You
1: die over and over and over again and you wouldn't be dead. But you would be alone. Sounds like marriage. <laughs> Maybe not quite as grim. At least you've got someone <laughs> to talk to.
0: Not in my marriage.
1: Just imagine, instead of the refuge of your own mind, it's now your own prison.
0: That's my worst fucking nightmare, though. That's what people can do with
1: brain. Well, theoretically, I'm not accusing anyone of anything because I am.
0: (laughs) I am. Elon Musk is going to kill us all. I said it so many times. If the end of the world is happening through science, it will be because of Elon Musk. Probably. 100%. 100%. Well, he's 100%. doing all of these
1: things that are likely to bring it about. It's You know, it's like a, when you're gambling, right? And you gamble and you win, and you're like, cool. So you keep gambling, and you're like, no, 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 run. Run with everything you have now because it doesn't get better from here. You lucked out. Like, that's okay. We all win from it. You don't have to have the pressure of lucking out again because then you lose. Eventually because you just play till you lose that's,
0: that, that's a good metaphor for life play till you lose well, no that I mean
1: that's more of a metaphor for, <laughs> metaphor for death and <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry you know if you're a billionaire and you can play till you lose well the ramifications are somewhat different for that of regular advice yeah All right. what, well if he you starts really... playing drums on the tectonic plates of the earth <laughs> just because he can. Turns the Earth into an accordion for space, just because he can. Just because he can. What if we become the world, the galaxy's largest tuning fork in space? Just because he can.
0: And no one will stop him because as Elon Musk, he smokes weed, everyone thinks he's cool.
1: I don't know who Elon Musk is. I only know what he's portrayed to be. Exactly. And they're two very different things.
0: <laughs> but what was his
1: kid's name? I I don't know. It was a lot of symbols. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and he said it was pronounced Ash. Oh, I it's like Ash? It. There's numbers in it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It
0: fucking weird.
1: I get it, he's really, really clever, but he's also not as clever as he thinks he is, and that's kind of the paradox of being smart, isn't it? You've yeah. got to realise you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Exactly it, Every sort of bit of knowledge you think you've got, you've got to go, wait, do I know anything? Probably not.
0: Shit. <laughs> well, and on that note, I had to remember which button to press then story number two so a woman has claimed to have caught a fairy on her doorbell camera there's a video you can see a video of it i'm not going to show you the video i will share my screen with you so that you can see the picture
1: is there anything that specifically designate this to be something that no one Ever seen which is a fairy, right? Or is it oh. more likely to be a firefly?
0: No, it's in the UK.
1: There could still be fireflies in the UK.
0: I don't Cultural think
1: warning, mate. Anything,
0: oh, yeah, fair point. Fair point.
1: It could be a fucking electric eel that's turned into a flying creature, like a butterfly. Yeah.
0: So, there's the picture.
1: Okay, that's a bit weird, But that's also kind of proportionately w- really weird, right?
0: All right, let's play the
1: video. As in, like it was superimposed
0: or tidied up or something? It, I don't think it was superimposed, to be honest. I need to mute this. So that's the video going... It's a leaf, mate. Yeah. It's a fucking leaf.
1: They just caught it at the exact frame where it looks like you can make out features and therefore ask yeah. questions further.
0: It's it's a leaf. That is a leaf. That is a fucking leaf.
1: So the fucking tooth very please. As much as I'd like to believe in it, it's probably better for your health if you start looking at the reasons first.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Glad it was something simple. I thought you were going to tell me, no one knows, it's a mystery. And I'd be like, yeah, but just because it looks like a fairy doesn't mean it's a fairy. Yeah. <laughs> well, <coughs> I could put a it? voice changer on and sound like Darth Vader, but I'm not actually Darth Vader.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She was it. Yeah, it's in Clacton in Hemel Hempstead.
1: Okay. Oh, well. You
0: know, Which, to be fair, I me mean, with my, my knowledge of the uk folklore there are actually quite a few um fairy stories from my area
1: yeah and i'm not at all diminishing the value of fairy tales and things like that i think there's a lot to be learned from a lot of stories both the good ones
0: and the bad versions because you know and not a lot of people pay attention to like british folklore and the mythology of the british isles it's so interesting and fascinating i love the fucking stuff it's a bit of a mess. That's why there's, it's no so there's all these God. really cool
1: sort of eras and legends, but nothing that really links them together. They just sort of, yeah, that happened and then this happened and did they? What back to back? We don't know. We just know that this happened and then this happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my my favourite is is the the traditional story of the hobgoblin, the Robin Goodfellow. So basically, this is a helpful sprite. And if you leave your door open and you leave food on your doorstep, then you'll get a hobgoblin. You get, and if you get Robin Goodfellow, who's the mate, who's the king of the hobgoblins, he'll come in and he'll do all your housework. He'll wash your pots, he'll clean your clothes, he'll sweep your floor, he'll do all of your housework, as long as you keep offering him food. Because he'll come back the next night to do all your housework, and he'll do even even if there's no food, he'll do all the housework. You have to be nice to him, because if you're not, he's going to fuck your shit up.
1: So is that how we do child labour, right then?
0: Yeah.
1: Just (laughs) open the door with a plate of food and let them come in and treat them nice, but then don't be mean, otherwise they get a hammer.
0: Yeah, that's exactly it. (laughs) It Seems like it
1: could have a few problems. (laughs) It's got to be something realistic, though, right, that made that tale sort of be inspired, you know? I have no someone idea. Someone somewhere it's... would have I seen evidence it. of someone coming in and doing their housework for them for food. It's a case of sure, it could be a magical creature, or it could be it could have been a really hungry small
0: person Because <laughs> <laughs> they're invisible as well. Let's not forget they're invisible. They're and invisible how do you know kids. they did your housework. Because <laughs> you wake up one morning it's like this place was a pigsty when I went to bed. <laughs>
1: There might even be a correlation between hobgoblins, you know, ale, and seeing things. <laughs> Some sort of it's, Mate, Fairy tales are amazing in when the amount of ways you can make sense of them.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's quite fucking long. But yeah, with that article, I did what you did, but I saw that photo and I just went, I can see legs. I can see limbs on that photo. I actually I thought th-
1: it was more horrific than that. It looked like a tooth with butterfly
0: wings. Yes, it really did. Yeah, and I but sort of like. It didn't look
1: natural. It, it yeah. looked like
0: something abstract. And it, was, it was strange. When, and I, when I watched the video, to make it into something. Yeah, when I watched the video and I saw the way that it moved, I was like, "That's a leaf in the wind."
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: That's
1: it. Plus obviously they've got a nightlight on, so if it passes yeah. right in front, it's gonna reflect and glow and all of that. I'm a little surprised that there's security cameras on people's houses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: well, yeah, it's those ring ring doorbells, isn't it? They're everywhere now. They're a big thing.
1: Are they are they taking over the world? Do you think? Is there a conspiracy within our conspiracy?
0: Wasn't there a Doctor Who
1: episode like that? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I just it could be how you know they're just giving him <laughs> to every house, and all of a sudden. The houses will rise against us. We've got war of the world with
0: houses. I oh, know yeah. it'd be more like um house prices are more, going up. It'd be more like can't s- afford too many offerings for. Them it'd be more anymore, like Space Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it starts, how you do that, Dave.
1: And then you know, once you cross the line, once it learns, well, well, well once it learns that's the scariest part about AI yeah but once it
0: learns (laughs) we're fucked right and that leaves us to a UFO expert which is always my favourite thing to say because you know how can you be an expert (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Unless you say something to me like aeronautics engineer or someone that specifically understands the physics behind flight and that's their job, I'm always gonna go okay. So it could be me then.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you watched a Lotus of
1: Star Trek. I know about all the different shapes in space. They might be half bullshit, but half of that bullshit is gonna be based on truth. So there'll be some
0: truth. <laughs> <laughs> So this is a guy called Nick Pope, who is uh, Britain's top UFO sleuth, apparently. He no. claims that aliens...
1: Wait, hang on. Have we found any UFOs,
0: then, here? No. <laughs> Say that, I was... Always... not know he's the best, so, if we not found anything. I have no fucking idea, man. So you remember last week, there was the story about the I'm guy... Sorry, that's mean, but it's also... <laughs> no, it's true. Remember <laughs> last week there was a story about the guy who claimed to have found an alien base in Jesus in Antarctica?
1: Yeah, I think he's just a
0: bit. Well, he he's now found a UFO in South Africa on Google Earth. So I was going to put that in as story three as a of sort of follow up, but then I saw that this guy, Nick Pope, has uh, claimed that aliens love the Queen, but they don't like Prince Harry or Prince Andrew.
1: Maybe that's because they're half human. Dun,
0: dun, <laughs> I don't have that sound effect. I don't I even pro-
1: know. Uh, at this point, like you have to sort of measure what is believable, right? What kind of things actually are worth taking the time to go, Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And does that benefit your life? Does it benefit our life at all knowing <laughs> that aliens are secretly governing us? No. It gives us all paranoia. It makes us all worried. We're all going to be yep. sitting there looking over our shoulders at the tech companies who are already doing all that anyway. Do you know what? I would be so grateful if all of this spying and paranoia was because aliens were watching us and were a bit jittery. Yeah. <laughs> Know? Oh, finally. We thought we were going mad as a species. We thought we were going insane. We were all paranoid of each other, waiting to pull the trigger, and all that. It was just you guys all along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be great, wouldn't it? A <laughs> yeah, bit of a cop out, you know. Makes life the easy way. But yeah, it would be great for a
0: sec. Especially okay. if they were cool aliens. So this guy, Nick Poe. Who, apparently, he's previously investigated flying saucers for the MOD. So that's probably what makes him the top UFO sleuth. In yeah, the he throws flying saucers. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which makes me think that they only... Do them you them know? ...that like, flying saucers.
0: Do you know where the term flying saucer came from?
1: The fact that something looks like a Frisbee when thrown.
0: So the actual, the the origin of the term flying saucer actually came from a eyewitness at Roswell who said that he saw the, um, he saw the ship but he didn't describe it as saucer-shaped.
1: Well, yeah, that's a very English description. Who the fuck else in the world has teacups and
0: saucers? Yeah, <laughs> but he said that the way that it moved was like a saucer skimming on a, le- on a lake and then the newspaper that interviewed it went, it's a flying saucer. Yeah. And that's where it came from.
1: I mean, if you were to try and call it what it does, then it would be complicated because you'd have to say it's an object that rotates spherically and uses that to manoeuvre, but it's on a 2D plane and therefore you'd end up going mad
0: with trying to describe it. Yeah. It's a frisbee. With aliens in. Yeah, That's still one of my favourite um, sort of recollections of seeing a UFO. Was uh, Guillermo del Toro, the director. I think I mentioned this to you, but I think I've said it on this podcast before as well. <laughs> when he was saying that um, he saw a UFO and he described it as the most cliché thing he's ever seen. it was really disappointing. See, the thing
1: is, do you know what makes me sort of so haphazard about all of it? It's because the genuine curiosity in Aliens is so real that I could fuck with you just for fun by buying a drone. Yeah. And all I've got to do is put a polystyrene housing over the top of it and fly it around. You know, if I put some weird lights and make it make weird noises or whatever, then I'm just going to give people heart attacks and worry them. And I'm also going to diminish the truth from it, which is why it's kind of, we all in the world need to at the same time see a flying saucer and go, oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone. Well, with social media, that shouldn't be hard, right? I can see a flying saucer above America here or wherever and then everyone looks in that general direction. Sure, the cloud's not great, but there'd be enough people that can go, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And there's still the whole thing of why is it that um, video footage of it these days looks so terrible?
1: Well, yeah. Mostly because it's made by people that want to convince other people of something that isn't real, and therefore yeah. have to go to extreme measures.
0: So there's all re- these people as well that there's all these people that make things up. Like I saw an article the other day where someone was saying that Buzz Aldrin was talking about the aliens that he met on the moon. Is that like, he's never actually said any of that? oh, no, he's not said it publicly, but he said it in private. So so how did you hear about it? If I'd been to the moon, right, and a little kid comes to me and goes, what were the aliens on the moon
1: like? Am I going to turn around and go, there were no aliens on the moon? We're all alone in this cold, dark universe. Or am I going to go, they were really nice? Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: (laughs) That's a very, very good point, man. Like at the end of the day, he's said so many things across so much, you can only look at the consistent things he's said. And yeah, that's an easier way to live life. <laughs> Core, cool. imagine assuming everyone was the anomaly all the time and that there was no trends or no correlations or no sort of consensus on anything, and we were all just. Well,
0: I want to go that way.
1: No, nope, I want to yeah. go that way. Nope, go that way. Okay, going that way. I'm eating this. No, nope, no, nope, can't eat that. It's me. I, no, you can eat me. All right, eat me. Next. Go that way. <laughs> you know, we've got no cohesion, no glue.
0: Unless that's what the aliens are. Maybe they're our glue. They're the glue. Alien glue. Sounds like a really dodgy porn film.
1: Yeah, but you know that'll happen too, because someone's oh, yeah. thought of it somewhere. Yeah, alien porn's all do you think? Someone somewhere thinks of something and it's a possibility
0: now. Yeah. A multiverse
1: rule. theory, it's already happened.
0: Yeah, well, there's a, Rule 34. Yeah. Rule 34 of the internet. If it exists, there is porn of it.
1: Yeah. Internet rules are funny. But they were supposed to be funny, not true.
0: Yeah. It was supposed to be the humorous one. Well. <laughs> people can't let things just be light anymore (laughs) I'm so ill (laughs) are you turning to dust Oh, I think I might be I've just been snapped by Thanos
1: maybe you just need to drink some of that Jekyll Hyde potion
0: try it it's ginger lemon and lime tea that means it's green and yellow it's very tasty.
1: And ginger, if that's a colour, or is that a description, or is that a fruit, or is that a vegetable? <laughs> it's a root. I know it's a root, but
0: <laughs> it's also a colour. Is it also a description? Ginger's is it... one of my favourite flavours. Yeah, I like ginger too. We're having a bit of a light-hearted chat now. Shall we end the weekly roundup and go into our main topic and carry on this light-hearted chat? And have a light-hearted chat about cults.
1: Yeah. We should
0: definitely
1: make a ginger cult. A ginger cult? That'd be amazing. (laughs) But already the connotations are endless. (laughs) That could mean anything. Great. That could be the the old retirees sitting down with a cup of tea and a ginger biscuit. (laughs) That could be the cake fanatics. It could be the biscuiteers. That could be... You know, the people that are <laughs> red-headed and freckled that I identify as ginger.
0: Worshipping Chris Evans, not Captain America Chris Evans, the UK DJ Chris Evans. Anyone can be ginger, you just have to believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So we said at the beginning that we weren't going to do, a, like, we weren't going to look into true crime. cults, yeah, kind, cults kind of... of it kind of falls into the true crime category.
1: Yeah, and but it's also like of, conspiracy and fanaticism. So it's yeah,
0: bit... it's still, it's kind of, it kind of straddles the two. What is crime without reason? Exactly. So I think. So let's start. Let's start heavy. So cult versus religion. What's a cult? What's a religion? What's the difference between the two? A man of members, isn't it? <laughs> Pretty fucking much. Yeah, because you have the cults, cults just, uh, that become a term for something
1: that would otherwise threaten the existence of a religion. Yeah, that's it. I think the official... What's I'm, the best way to sort If you're running Christianity, you know, the business of Christianity, so to speak, and all of a sudden you hear about this new upstart company called uh, the cult of let's be better than Christianity and forget the shit bits. Yeah. And all of a sudden you've got this strange sort of, oh, well, we can't let them diminish our existence. Let's just quash them or convert them. Exactly.
0: I think the original... I think the, the official difference... Um, is that a cult worships a person where religions worship a a deity?
1: But if a person has the power of someone like Jeff or Elon, what's the difference? Yeah, <sighs> Ta-da! that's the mind
0: blowing moment, you know, where everyone's like,
1: "Am I good? Can she Because you
0: have cults that have become religions like Scientology, I think is probably the most famous one. Well, because I mean... Because that's must as a religion.
1: So I think it's important to... What does religion mean to you as a human being? When you take out this actual... Uh, well, they'll call it a definition that they've given it. What does it actually mean to you? What are
0: the fundamentals of religion? Well, to me personally... Um... That's a fucking good question, mate. Well, it's,
1: uh, I, I mean, if it's difficult, I can try
0: and lead with something. Like, yeah. To me, it's more of a, a community, right? It's like I was going to say, say community, exceptions, like like-minded people. Well, you all sort
1: of have this
0: common ground
1: somewhere. And with that common ground, you are able to then identify further common grounds, you know, through basically being taught the same thing you know like i was raised as a christian so i know about like you know the ten commandments and the various lessons that are taught throughout the bible to various characters in various situations and so on and so forth and they're not they're not consistent and that's kind of the problem you can't just generalize what good and evil is by reading the bible you have to be able to see something in it that isn't written in the words and that's something a bit more like uh, I don't want to say faith because it's not faith. Faith is blind. This is something you have to see. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like it's uh it's like a connection to your fellow man or like an understand what all woman or person or whatever the fuck it is these days. Like all, it's human to human connection and your understanding of how things work, or even that you both just want to aim to make it work like that. You know. Most of these ideals don't exist, but they want them to, and that's what they're doing to try and make the world a better place. Sometimes those ideals are fucking batshit, and you should abandon them. But that's not to say that all of every element of religion is bad, just the bigger picture is good. The little things can change. Yeah. But yeah, it's a community, it's a shared thing. I can say I believe something, but unless you can understand, or at least relate in some capacity with what you you believe and what I believe, then there's, you know, it's a communication issue, isn't
0: it? Yeah, exactly. Um, And one of the things that I really wanted to sort of mention as well is the tactics, because this is where. So this is my personal opinion. And I don't think that Scientology should be classed as a religion. We should always remember it's a fucking cult. I just don't think they
1: bring any any kind of spiritual benefit to you. No, not community. at all. I think and it's a um, they, they it's um, use. place of one, it's almost like the pretend substitute. Like when you have sweetness instead of sugar. And it's like, well, I could just not have a sweet thing, but instead I'll have the simulated version, the artificial yes. Which is actually worse for you than using sugar. Do you think it's the same here? <laughs> yeah,
0: do. exactly. I mean, one of the one of the things that um, Scientology uses for recruitment is something called love bombing. Do you know about this? No, but it sounds di- diabolical. So basically, when you it's when you ha- find somebody who is um, lonely, um, you know, sort of like an outsider, doesn't fit in. And then you just basically just constantly shower them with praise and give them so much love. It's like, oh, yeah, you don't fit in with these people. Your family don't want you, but you come with us. You can be with us now. And you just that's constantly do That's
1: called my friend. That's called emotional manipulation. Yeah.
0: Yeah, basically. It's taking that's basically
1: advantage it. of people that are at their lowest of low and then giving them exactly what they're looking for so that they can go from the lowest low to the highest high only to then have it be threatened to take away from them again yeah and an that's and blackmail <laughs> you're forcing it you're creating a dependence that was never there
0: yeah yeah exactly yeah. and that's that's one of the recruitment techniques that they use they also use um and this this is also a technique that Charles Manson used to recruit people into the family um they also use the sort of, it's the whole blackmailing thing. You're like, okay, so when you join, you have to tell us all your secrets, and if you ever decide to leave, we're going to publish those. So we we've, we've now got you in the palm of our fucking hands. You're with us for life, whether you like it or not. It again, like organized crime, doesn't it? It fucking does, doesn't it? <laughs> like accuser or gangsters. Yeah. Or whatever else. And it's again, nice. this is another thing that courts. And again, you can. Charles Manson did this anyone tried to leave the family, he'd go to their parents and say, do you know what your daughter's been doing with me on that form?
1: Yeah. And he'd get them disowned
0: by the family who was trying to get them back.
1: And then have them be in their lowest vulnerable position once again to have the code to dear old Charlie for help. Exactly. So exactly it. The entire situation is straight up emotional abuse and manipulation. Like, just because you can have, a complete guidance over someone doesn't necessarily mean you should
0: yeah. the best
1: sort of advice to give to people is the advice that lets them come to their own conclusions not the one that explicitly tells them what to do because yeah. I don't know you well enough to know what you're thinking, I never will, it's impossible I just have to say something like uh, you know, what do you really want to do and sort of ask you the questions you're afraid to ask yourself
0: yep yeah. I mean, there's different types of courts as well. So you, uh, I think the most sort of well-known is the court of personality, and that's yeah, that's yeah. people like Charles Manson, David Koresh. Um, I would say that the beginnings of Scientology was a court of personality with L one hundred. It's basically when the whole court is focused on one individual. Yeah, so that's got
1: now with Q- Amazon and uh, like.
0: QAnon. Well,
1: yeah, but also... The whole,
0: the whole Donald Trump phenomenon, like the, that whole thing is a quarter personality, 100%. Well, we talk,
1: what, I guess what I'm trying to say is because we've got individuals at the scale of these massive, giant enterprises like Amazon, it's very easy to attribute all of that success, power and wealth to that individual and therefore basically turn them into a god. Mm. It's, uh, yeah, I think corporatism is very much very relevant, you know. I mean, yeah, definitely, your brand versus brand. Whose god is better? You know. <laughs> yeah, Coke kind or of Pepsi. Yeah,
0: I can't tell the difference. What? <laughs> it's all Genu- the same shit. Genuine. The one thing that I find really interesting. So, a cult of personality is it's a kind of you can get religious cults. And that's like the Branch Davidians with David Koresh who presents himself as, I am G- I am the second coming of Jesus, I am the Messiah. Um, and unfortunately that ended in lots of fiery deaths um, in Waco in the 90s. I can't remember the exact year now. Yeah. And then, yeah. Now, that's a religious court of personality. Can you think of any other religious group that is based on one person, who we know to be real, who is 100% truth, fact, a real person? Isn't that like Exactly. Church of the Latter-day Saints, Joseph Smith. That is another cult that is now a religion.
1: But then you could argue that there are elements of a lot of other world religions that have enough of an
0: overlap for it to be debatable at least yeah so there's a lot of people this is another little thing that i've got is um not a court but has been called a cult. is how i worded it um harry krishna so that um a lot of people when their family members have joined harry krishnas that's been treated like a cult. Now, in my research for this episode, I can't actually find anything cult-like about it, apart from the fact that it, that to join, you completely change your way of life, and that's it. But isn't I that the case with any religion?
1: Recognise that that would be a religion that would be competing with. I can think of two of the main religions of that region, and that would be Islam and Hinduism. Yeah. Uh, Hinduism is a bit more, well, in my understanding and teachings of Hinduism, the the whole sort of journey is a bit more spiritual and malleable, so it wouldn't necessarily inspire too much conflict and hatred, I don't think. Whereas Islam specifically says outright, you know, those that practice other things or believe in other gods are your enemies, you know what I mean? And that's kind of the problem. I don't want to say it's the problem, like I can just sum it up like that, but there shouldn't be any innate hostility in something of this nature. That's why the idea of a religion being what is it is the more important question. You know, the the literal teachings, the cultural teachings, the actual messages within the writings... (laughs) Like There's so much nuance to all of it that it's almost got to be constantly under review. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's crazy. But, uh, I mean, it it might just just have been a cult, is my point, because it opposed what the major status quo was. It was something that was adding to a conflict that might not necessarily have been there or something else. You know, it could have been uh, treated as some sort of... I mean, even... uh, as far as my understanding of Christianity goes, when the separation of Protestants and Catholics came about, they fucking killed each other for a while because one was better than the other and they couldn't accept the two different interpretations of the same thing. Um, Yeah, yeah. Again, it's very, it's not meant to be, but it's a very sort of reductionist view of the whole thing, just sticking to the bits like that. There's a lot more complication and nuance between the whole thing. A lot of those conflicts were engineered precisely... To cause conflict and then make one come out on top as the superior because the idea of sharing and having different beliefs is so hard for some people. Definitely, yeah. It's, it's not wrong to <coughs> In fact, it probably means that you're more likely to have an idea of what's going on. If everyone in the world have had a different view on everything to do with all of this, which they probably actually do, then there's no reason to fight anyone. <laughs> there's no like God after that, is there? You're yeah. just suddenly interpreting something that no one understands and just has been tried in a lot of different ways.
0: How many cults can you name? Not many.
1: Uh, Jedi, <laughs> although that's a religion. <laughs> what the Sith be a cult? It depends. If enough people identify as Sith and are willing to put down on a piece of paper, then yeah, they can make it into a religion after being a cult. But who really wants to identify as being Sith, unless you're some kind of edgelord?
0: (laughs) just, Just a goth with a black dressing gown.
1: Yeah, but then they're just a goth. (laughs) <laughs> and they're happy with that they don't need to go and be a Sith and take their minority <laughs> to a further minority and another minority and then be the only Sith in school
0: oh god the only Sith in school
1: and then someone else would come along and you'd have to fight them to the death that
0: guy that guy would 100% listen to my chemical romance
1: and the rest <laughs> and their hair gel is literally built into the shower because why the fuck not
0: yeah Yeah, why the fuck not (laughs) makes perfect sense (laughs) to me
1: yeah exactly you know one nozzle for the water and then when you've done (laughs) now work with
0: it baby (laughs) (laughs) so I was hoping that you'd name a few actual goals
1: no because the definition to me is such a Nuance of silly, it's almost like just a bunch of sort of tribes that people have made, and then it's a case of whether these tribes have legitimate merit or whether they're just derivatives of something else.
0: Yeah, so I mean, we've got a few of the famous ones I've already mentioned, like the family Charles Manson. Um, there's been That's quite
1: organized crime. I don't, I mean, you can call it a cult, I call it a gang, and it would be the same thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. In that case, yeah, they, they it does the Mafia, too. You know, <laughs> it's surprisingly it's there's quite a few different courts that have used the name the family even after Charles Manson. Yeah, uh, there was the family the family of God, American. which is a, quite a um, the family of God were quite a interesting one for me because they did what no other religious court might have done. They actually managed to get a messiah
1: well they just rented one out for the day they stood <laughs> on
0: a street corner with a sign like there was the hire a messiah <laughs> a child was born within the court and the leader said that's the son of god oh did he just like that yeah um and it was that's... nothing to do with
1: coincidence and desperation I mean,
0: okay. shit! we
1: need a sign
0: tragic story as the because the kid was raised in the court and he was abused and used and he wasn't happy and then and he got out of the court and he had a happy life but he couldn't like in his mind he couldn't get away from everything and so he went back to the compound and killed most of them and then killed himself
1: i mean not good but that is what happened when That's what we abuse a child to such a degree that they can't live their life without thinking about what you did to them.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean it's again
0: very I mean, tragic.
1: It is tragic. It's absolutely abhorrent for all parties because they should never have inflicted that on a kid, and the kid should never have been in a position where they have to face everything like that. You know, it's yeah. completely and utterly messed up, and it all happened because that guy called that kid a messiah.
0: Yep. he knew exactly
1: what he was doing that's about, kind of the worst part
0: yeah so um, I think another one of the most famous I've already mentioned the Branch Davidians uh, David Koresh the, the the siege at Waco um, which ended in fire um, so Heaven's Gate is quite a famous one do you know about Heaven's Gate?
1: no but it sounds death related <laughs> I'm guessing it's not a happy cult. You know, they're not uh, talking well, about they trying were. to impress St.
0: Peter. So Heaven's Gate was really interesting. Um, so they were a cult. They, they're Heaven's Gate. Are the reason that the FBI have a whole division dedicated to looking into cults. So it was a cult that was set up. They lived on a compound. Well, I think they lived in a building. It wasn't actually a compound. They all lived in this massive building. It was a guy called Marshall Applewhite was, and I want to say Bonnie Nettles. Well, they were the leaders. Those are amazing names. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were actually the real names. No, no I think they I were the real names. Gone, no, no, that, that, they they were their real names. But they by the, yeah, Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles. That's their real names. But they went by the names of Bo and Peep.
1: That says everything in one
0: sentence. (laughs) That says it was a creepy
1: S and M club.
0: (laughs) Oh no! It was no, not at all. They were um, celibate. There was nothing like that going on. They all lived in this building together. They all believed the same stuff. um, That and like it's basically the alien messiah theory. Um, They were very friendly, very helpful amazing people uh they were allowed to live normal lives they just lived in this building together and they wore purple robes um they their webs they have a website they still have a website that is available to look at today i looked at it the other day and it's a 90s website nothing's changed it's incredible proper like before geocities kind of thing
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I understand the value of a closed community, don't get me wrong, but why do you have to start a cult to have that?
0: So, Bonnie Nettles died. Uh, Marshall Applewhite, his whole life, was this woman. And he released all these um, videos saying that's when he started to claim that he was actually the son of God in human form. And obviously he believed in the alien deity, so... And he, he there's
1: some kind of reason to be able to...
0: Bonnie, Bonnie Nettles was, um, according to him, Bonnie Nettles was the hu- the human form of God. And he was the human... And Marshall Applewhite was the human form of, of Jesus.
1: Yeah, that because just says a lot of... So that says to me that, A, this cult has gotten large enough where this guy feels like a responsibility to act like their guide... I mean. He he's taken it that sort of step further and because his wife's sort of gone and he's still in reverence of her and misses her and whatever else, like he's gotta create some kind of fantasy to get by. It's just been indulged too much. Like who's gonna have the balls to go up to him and go,
0: Bro, you're right. (laughs) Fuck all this shit. One of the biggest things that they always spoke about was that an alien ship was going to come and it was gonna start the end of the world. But the Heaven's Gate, they were all going to be taken on the ship to paradise. And so that was that's that's that was what's gonna happen. So they were all going to go on the ship while the rest of us will burn in the apocalypse. What if Plot
1: twist, what if they ended up as, like, astronomers who'd actually seen a meteor that was actually an alien ship on course and they'd figured out when it was going to arrive and had legitimately submitted to that being the future?
0: Funny you should say that. Because... That's the plot of Don't Look Up. (laughs) I've still not seen it. (laughs) But, yeah, funny you should say that, because... At the time this was happening, there was something... Coming to Earth, there's always or coming, coming near Earth, um, the Halibop comet. Now, Marshall Applewhite said that there was a ship that was traveling on the tail of this comet, and that is the ship that was going to start the end of the world and take all of the all of the followers up to paradise. But there's a problem because physical bodies cannot enter this ship. So he did a Jim Jones, and they all committed mass suicide.
1: Yeah, that's pretty sad. And
0: one of of them was um, Nichelle Collins' brother, uh, the original Uhura from Star Trek.
1: such a difficult thing isn't it because people All of... can say words that are so inspiring and so empowering and can be exactly what you need to hear at any given point in time to give you that guidance but you can never sort of get complacent and be like they'll always know the right way to go because the minute they steer you wrong <laughs> <it's> too late <laughs> yeah
0: before the mass suicide like they've been looked into and like but there was like yeah they're harmless it's just a harmless, it's just a bunch of hippies, a bunch of weirdos that have just found each other, it's fine. And then when the mass suicide happened, that's when the FBI just went, Holy shit, we should have kept an eye on that. Because well, they... no one saw it coming. Um, and the court is still technically alive because there were two survivors who still run the website to this day. I
1: mean, good on them for keeping the truth out there. That's got to be difficult.
0: Uh, because And. Uh, like, so all of the sort of stereotypes about these sort of cults comes from the Heaven's Gate. So the idea of, you know, before you commit mass suicide, there's going to be all these videos of people talk about, oh, I'm really happy, I'm going to go to this, I'm going to miss it. That actually happened, that was Heaven's Gate. And I mentioned Jim Jones in that as well, uh, the Jonestown Massacre. That was a cult as well, uh, which ended in mass suicide. I think at the end of the day reality sort of always ends up coming back
1: to haunt you you can envision the most perfect and idyllic world you can do everything within your power to make it happen but at the end of the day you're just a nothing so chances it happens are so slim and chances it goes horribly wrong are so high it's better to try and make your nothing do something by working together Yep. Don't make cults unless it's for a damn good reason. Not to go to space. Because you don't need a cult for that.
0: Yeah. You just no, need a lot of money. Yeah, I was going to say, they need billions of dollars.
1: Build your own dick rocket ship now. <laughs> There's definitely going to be a company that preys on insecure middle class people. and just sort of goes, have you ever felt trapped and suppressed? Held back in your desires? Well, fear not. We, at the Space Company, can make your (laughs) ultimate penis rocket dreams come
0: true. (laughs) Why was it shaped like
1: that? Now, with added
0: testicular boosters. (laughs) Which reminds me, was was it the second Austin Powers movie where his rocket looks like a massive knob?
1: Yeah, and they've got that whole piece where they're like, Dad, it's a... Shut up, Richard, stop talking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it goes on for ages. That looks like a Johnson. Has anybody seen Johnson?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a really good piece of writing, I think. Makes me laugh. Although, when they did it again with the... uh, Is it the second film or the third film? They did it with penis, they did it with boobs, and then they did it with something else, and it was less funny the third time.
0: Yeah, of course, yes.
1: But that's just because it's a hard act to follow, too. Yeah,
0: throttling the joke. choking the chicken (laughs) (laughs) so um i've also i've also got my notes cult versus a cult but that's more of a personal thing
1: well the difference is more so like um i guess in terms of the ultimate sort of breakdown of a cult it's just a group of people right with a shared belief that's literally it there's no bigger sort of nuance to it there's no necessary leader or guide they just all believe the same thing a counsellor's office is a cult a support group is a cult yeah yeah definitely a therapy session a group therapy session is a cult going to the gym you're part of a cult yeah all of these rituals you do every day you're doing with a group of people doing similar rituals for similar gains and you recognise that just by being in the same place you're in a cult but to then suddenly go occult would just be a way of you saying oh no no that's not an approved societal
0: behaviour so therefore it must be something against it and you're evil yeah Now we've we've both mentioned sort of modern day things that have court-like tendencies like i I, obviously my go-to at the minute is yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and i think just sort of like pop culture fascinations and celebrity behavior well i want to ask you another sort of loaded question here
1: go on hit me how many religions are not minorities now? Oof, good one. It's not normal to be religious anymore. It's not yeah. normal to have that community. So you have to substitute it with something else. Yeah. Which means there's a giant void in your heart that you have no idea about where you need to talk about the things you truly believe in and truly beloved, and truly cherish and truly wonder, but there's no
0: fucking people out there that are like on that. One of to me, one of the biggest sort of modern cults out there is the wellness community.
1: Yeah. Any, I mean, I get it, it's for Massive. a good cause, Massive. but it's uh, group hypnosis, isn't it, in a way? <laughs> or mass, um, what's the word, mass? Uh, it's mass, mass twattery, it's mass twat- to me, man, essential oils do fuck all. No, but it's not about whether they do anything, it's whether you think they do anything. And so, that's the difference. If you think it does something to help you, can't be made to unthink that unless you can prove it and if you can prove it you can still deny it these days so just sort of accept that some people do certain things to feel better and as long as it doesn't break the law we have to assume it's okay
0: yeah and that's fine even
1: if it does break the law it's
0: you know (laughs) how many people are doing it yeah that's absolutely fine i mean you know when it comes to wellness and stuff there's certain bits of that I do as well, like, you know, I'm vaping C B D. That's to battle depression. I'm doing this to help me sleep better. Yeah, sure. I'm doing this I'm doing this for pain management reasons because of my leg and But you know that i are doing it and have very grounded and reasonable and logical reasons. There's yeah. no
1: sort of a, Caretaker for and
0: I, I if do. If anything I,
1: goes wrong, there's nothing for you to sort of believe in to take over and guide you into something. You know what I mean? You're just, yeah, you know, you're you're fucked like the rest of us are. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There's no sort of I, I'm going to be magically guided by God to a special place yeah, when I get hit I by do, a car. I'm just going to get hit by a car.
0: Yeah, I do guided breathing. I meditate. Um, you know, th- these are all things that are within the wellness community. But, like, it has become so fucking cool, like, where... It's because it's, it's a cult of self-improvement. It's <laughs> the same way
1: capitalism is, but it's more of a spiritually in-touch version of it. And, and I I'll think... take it for now, if that's what it takes to give people whatever they need to actually critically think and sort of overcome the... I don't want to say brainwashing, but overcome the conditioning that we've suscepted ourselves to over the last however long.
0: Yeah. I think that's one of the main things, is the fact that you sort of, when you're part of one of these communities, like the well-being community, and also like um, Scientology or the British Davidians, you're encouraged to look down on people who think differently. Yeah, of course. And that is something that we can see in so many different worlds of life. The amount of people that give me shit because I've I, I don't like Breaking Bad. I've seen three episodes. I didn't like it, so I didn't carry on watching.
1: I like the beginning
0: like, and I like the very end, but the middle was fucking boring. <laughs> yeah, see I've not even seen that. I've seen the beginning, and that's it. But and and the, the amount of times where I've had to actually justify to people why I didn't like it. And it's like, well, why does it matter? It's a TV show, and pop culture, the clue's in the fucking name, pop culture is becoming a cult. Well, yeah, it always was.
1: But now with are the cult of mass something, aren't we? We've going all seen crazy. Endgame. Yeah. That statement doesn't have to be true for everyone to believe that's true. That movie had the ability to reach an audience around the world. So, you know, it's not hard to assume that everyone in the world has seen Endgame. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah and it's just... I think... This is, I'm going to make a prediction now before we start concluding this episode. Just I don't, think don't make
1: it one of those scary ones, because then it'll be true, won't
0: it? I think we're going to see more and more cults turn up Bro, over the next few years.
1: It's I, been happening under your very eyes. Every single Facebook group is a cult. Every single Twitter Chat streamer is a is a cult. Every single company is a cult. Every single extended family member inducted into the family is now a cult. It's just a case of what you intend to achieve with your cult. Be fucking honest about it. If yeah. you're trying to work together to better each other's lives, great, do it. But if you're trying to fuck other people over to make your lives better, stop. Fuck off. Yeah. It's just about, you know, make something greater than what you have. Don't just take something from somewhere else and move it and think that that's, oh, yeah look at me. Like, if you told me to make £10, for example, let's put it in monetary value because it's easier to understand, not because it's a better representation.
0: Yeah.
1: I could go and find a really vulnerable, wealthy child, beat them up, steal their £10 and walk away. <laughs> and then I would have <laughs> £10. Or I could go and do something to earn it, you know, to have a job, which is the easiest way these days. But in a more sort of inner theme, I could go and help someone. And eventually, someone somewhere would want to pay me for what I did. Yeah. Sure, that's the really naive version. Which is why we have jobs and wages as opportunities, you know, there's a bit more to go round. Like both of those options are correct in terms of I've made my objective ten pounds but one is morally abhorrent because one is just taking it from someone else and moving their hard work and reattributing it to myself rather than just contributing. It's like when you've got a kid and you tell them to tidy their room and they do everything in their power to do everything but tidy them.
0: <laughs> what about a kid? I'm doing that now. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, but I'll do the washing up. No, no, but I'll, I'll
1: do my homework or I'll, I'll go for a walk or I'll go shopping or whatever. Just don't make me tidy my room. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's odd. It's very odd. I don't, cults have, uh I think, as much as I don't necessarily agree with it as an absolute, I don't agree with absolutes. So there's a winner there.
0: Yeah.
1: Cult is generally a dirty word for something that isn't necessarily dirty. So just don't use it. Use words like group or community or well, <laughs> this is my most... social network. This is my, my web. This is my family is probably the most apt
0: but it's also the most cliched so you know most courts don't actually refer to themselves as courts as well with the exception being heaven's gate heaven's gate heaven's gate always referred to themselves as a court and also just in case anybody decides to give me shit um i know that they never actually called themselves heaven's gate that was the name of the website and they gave that people just attributed that name to the court but yeah, martial Apple Applewhite, always referred to them as a cult. Always. And they're, to my knowledge, they're the only cult that did that. Well, this is probably a question that I'll never get
1: an answer to. But do you reckon the self-fulfilling prophecy had anything to do with that? Do you reckon Could perhaps well. the people around them called them a cult for so long that they were just like, fuck it, yeah, we identify as being a cult now, so we're cult?
0: Maybe. Maybe.
1: It- the- hypothetical question, but if someone said to you, you were Asian every day, in every interaction, every person around you for the rest of your life, do you honestly think you wouldn't believe you were Asian by about a year's time? Everyone yeah. has affirmed it for you. <laughs> it has to be true, everyone said it. Precisely. If I said to you, you know, um, yeah, I can definitely see some black heritage in you. Just kept repeating it forever. Eventually, you'd be like, "Well, he keeps saying it, so it has to have some meaning." Yeah, it must like, be a thing. No, I'm full of shit. I'm just fucking persistent, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the kind of thing. If you're persistent enough, now you can tell the truth, but it's not the truth. Don't don't just succumb to persistence. You know, don't just take things for what they are. If I tell you to think for yourself, don't think that means, oh, I'll go left instead of going right. No, it's not as binary as that. There's more. There's more. And the same is true (laughs) with a cult. If you're part of a Facebook group, you're a a cult member. Congratulations. Do you feel dirty? Because I've just given you a, a dirty word. That's about it. It might not be anything sinister at all. But by calling it a cult, you're making people suddenly look at you as a cult. Yeah. Same with the media. It's a good way of them shutting down any groups that start talking too loudly. Oh no, there's a new cult and back, you know, horrible things. And then they might quote something in the text that you've quoted as an inspiration that's completely out of context and suddenly paints everyone as murderers, but you know, that's the media. <laughs> yeah
0: just well, I'm at the end of my notes yeah
1: I think it's a it's a very sort of it's an ongoing thing isn't it because we're going to be surprised in the near future by yeah, more shit that pops up and more stuff that happens and more religions that end up being and more that's it I, some religions might end up transforming entirely you know I to mean, be honest I if think I think, think now and que- then
0: imagine when on. they've got access to complete VR simulation how yeah. things Change. i think queuing on is going to be treated as a religion yeah it's going to be very soon
1: well it is a community which means yeah. it is by definition fit it's a court it's a 100 100 it's a court that's because it has a leader and that leader is not a good example no exactly at least if you're going to follow and believe in people make them a good example Know Jesus wasn't a hundred percent wonderful, but at least what he did was generally for your
0: benefit. You know, he was self-altruistic. <laughs> you know, so, but yes, he's happy. will be, be more more to come on QAnon soon. <laughs> yeah, as we do. His I We've do you know, a whole series on QAnon, and it's eight, it's shaping up to be fucking irritating. Mate,
1: there is so much money to be made from a breakfast cereal. QAnons. It can come with a little bag of Trump, which can just be a little polythene bag full of air just to take up space and add to the weight.
0: It's got to be orange. It's got
1: to be an orange polythene bag. Yeah. On the back of it, it's going to have all those random facts, but they'll all be wrong. Did you know humans can't breathe air? They can only breathe Trump. Did you know JFK didn't really die? Did you know spoons are actually galactic catalysts? Are they really? I don't fucking know. I made it up. That's why the facts (laughs) aren't real. And then in the nutritional information, you know, it's just drugs. (laughs) That's why they've got to pad the weight with air, you know can't give fun. someone a cereal box full of drugs. It's got to be at least half a cereal box full of drugs. With a toupee there. Hang <laughs> on, that
0: note. I think we're done for the week.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start selling QAnons when I figure out how to make them viable. <laughs> yeah.
0: i just add te- milk. I can actually teach you how to make um, breakfast cereal as well, because I know how to do it. So. <laughs> Wait, would you have to add orange juice or milk, though? Oh, that's a good point. Well, there have to be like no alcohol involved either, because Donald Trump is teetotal. <laughs> Come on, there he is. He's one hundred percent alcohol free because of his older brother. His older brother was an alcoholic, and and um, I believe he killed himself. I might not be right there, but My because are both
1: alcohol. And I, def- I try not to drink, but if you sat me down in a bar and said, Do you want anything to drink? It's going to be weirder if I say no.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we've we been well, yeah, we, we drinking together. I'll also tell you you're, you're a rum drinker. Yeah, baby. But tell me, yeah, Donald Trump, after, after seeing what alcohol did to his older brother, he's never touched it. Fair enough. Never touched it.
1: Maybe he just adds,
0: like, tanning lotion or something. <laughs> <laughs> did you think it was just jaundice that's why he's that common
1: or it's just like Ooh. syrup
0: <laughs> <laughs> it won't be maple syrup because that's Canadian
1: yeah no we like that one I just like syrup just just, just so floating weird. globules of like imagine <laughs> butter but less good <laughs> 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 We can put some like banana flakes and some orange peel in there for the nutritional value, and some bleach. Oh, and a lemon for the irony.